Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of What the Book, Book Review. I'm joined here by my colleagues, Ian. Hello. Aiden. Hello. And Colton. Hello everyone. Today we're going to be reviewing The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Uh, we're going to be talking about a plethora of things we have noticed in the novel. So, as you said, we're going over The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. Now, warning, there is some spoilers ahead, so if you have not read the book yet, do not keep listening, or if you're partially through. So it starts off when a boy named Leo gets sent to a Jewish prison camp called Birkenstock. Now there he meets an old man who is the tattooer there, who tattoos numbers onto the prisoner's arms. There, after the old man passes away, he meets Jida and then falls in love with her. He helps her by smuggling in food and water and gives her a nice warm place to stay. Eventually, as the war comes to a close, they both escape from their separate ways, but meet up again at a train station near Leo's home. And now a word from our sponsors. Have you ever been looking for a book but just couldn't find it? Try Audible today. With Audible, you get access to a wide selection of books that you can find online. With Audible, you can read or listen to listen to books voiced by a professional narrator. Speaking of Audible, have you ever wanted to use it on a public Wi-Fi network? Well, now you can with the new NordVPN app. NordVPN is an app that protects you from unwanted hackers. So next time you're using a public Wi-Fi network, download NordVPN for $3.99 a month. But if you use our promo code, hashtag WhatTheBook, you will get a 15% discount on your next subscription. So one of the things I like about this book is the amount of realism in this story. So the entire plot in itself is almost entirely based on a true story, down to the full names. And if you've read the book, you know how extraordinary that is. But it's the small details that Heather Morris took time to perfect and make just like it happened in the past. So really it is amazing how many lives that Lael saved or even just helped during World War II. One of the other things I noticed was Herr Doctor. He's one of the highest ranking Nazi doctors at Birkenstock. In real life as well, there were numerous doctors scattered across concentration camps who performed horrifying experiments on the prisoners. One doctor in particular was named Joseph Mengel. He, performed ter- he did terrible things to twins, like try and clone them, attach their blood vessels to each other, and even switch their eyes around. So it was very terrible stuff. One of the... Actually, moving on to my favorite part of the book is the soccer game. So the soccer game was a bit of a friendly experience between the... Nazi officers and the Jewish prisoners. Um, this is where, or it was around in the middle of the book, when the Nazi officers suggested it as a fun time to try and beat them and also um, uh, down morale a bit for the Jews. So, Ian, what did you think about this game? Personally, I really liked it because it was sort of a friendly experience uh, among a bunch of terrible stuff, sort of remind us that they're all human as well. Yes, I have to agree. It was a friendly game between the Nazi guards and the prisoners. But at the same time, I feel like it's just kind of random, kind of, to have that friendly soccer game in such a terrible time when you have, like, those doctors doing weird things with twins, like attaching blood vessels and doing stuff with their eyes. Like, it's just weird to have a nice thing happen in such dark times. Yeah, there certainly is a lot of contrast, so it did stick out a lot. 
Uh, what about you, Shir? What did you think about that? Uh, for me, like, I didn't really like that scene too much just because of the fact that even though it was a friendly scene, in a way, indirectly, it was still uh, Lolly was trying to save everyone's lives because um, he, he, he wanted them to lose so that the, um, the SS don't get mad and take it out on them. So I, I, I didn't think it was anything too crazy, but it wasn't like... I wouldn't say it was my favorite scene either. That's true. It really does bold Lael's uh, decision-making and to quick thinking. Yes. So the last thing I'd like to talk about is the ending. Now, in the ending, Jida and Lael both escape their separate ways. Jida ends up uh, somewhere else, where Lael ends up going to a Russian military base, thankfully not German, but he ends up finding prostitutes for them in town for some time. Eventually... He does escape and makes his way back home where he finds his family not there, uh, just his neighbor living there. Eventually he remembers where Jita said that she would end up going to meet him, so Lil goes to that train station. And eventually Jita comes off the train and meets Lil. So personally I didn't really like this part since it just seemed sort of last minute. They're both the Russian camp and meeting Jita at the train just sort of coincidentally seemed out of place for me. But then again, this was uh, from real life. So according to Lael, this is exactly what happened to a point. So uh, props to Heather Morris for keeping it real. But also, it doesn't have to be entirely real. So I think to make the ending a bit more exciting or entertaining, she could have changed a bit of things around. But who knows? She might have already done that before. So what did you think about the ending this year? How did you, uh, you feel about it? I definitely agree with you there that it was a little bit dull. Um, for, in a way, it kind of really didn't give me any closure. Um, even though it, she did go with the actual events, um, I do agree with you that she could have changed a few things and made it a little bit more exciting at the end. Um, other than that, it was a great book. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think it was a good book, but the ending, I didn't think there was enough closure anyways. For example, what happened to Jacob or what happened to the gypsies he met? Like, I kind of want to know what happened to him. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, missing details that never went answered, yeah. so I'm just a little bit uh, on the edge about that. Hopefully that, that could be answered in a movie that might be upcoming for it. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. movie would be nice to see. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what do you think about the ending? Yeah, I have to agree with you. It's um, too uh, convenient, I guess you could say, how... They just meet up together at a train station. Like, it was so long ago, she told him to meet him there. Like, what if, like, he just went on a different day and she wasn't there? And Yeah. What could have happened? Like, she could have been dead for all he knew. Yeah, that's very true. So I agree with that. So that's about all the time that I have. Um, and I'm going to pass it on to Ian now. Hello listeners, Ian Bastani here. Today I'm going to talk about the author of this great book, her life, and how she met the main character. At first, New Zealand-born author Heather Morris had not intended on writing a novel. When she first struck up a friendship with an elderly man named Ludwig Sokolov, she imagined his incredible story as a screenplay. Although she came into fiction writing late, Morris had been interested by books her entire life and became inspired by Ludwig's story to write the novel The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It wasn't until around 2003 that Heather Morris met Ludwig, also known as Lael, when he was around 87 years old. 
She thought he might have an interesting story to tell after what she had heard about him. The day she met him, quote, changed her life, as she stated in an interview. Their friendship grew more and more as Lael shared his horrible past. As they grew closer, Lael started to share more in-depth details about what truly happened during his time during World War II and the Holocaust. Morris originally wrote The Tattooist of Auschwitz as a screenplay, but she felt it would be more of a seller if she wrote it as a novel. Now, Colton, what do you think about their friendship? Uh, I think it's really amazing, first of all, how they coincidentally met. Just as Lael met Jeet at that train station, how Lael, a prisoner, was such a great story, met like such a great author who could uh, really display that into words. So a great coincidence, first of all, and I'm, I'm glad that Mesley can make this book. Well, that is a great point, Colton. Now, let's talk about the genre of this book. What is a genre, you ask, though? Well, it is a category of artistic composition, such as music or literature. The genre of the novel, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, is historical fiction. Now, historical fiction is a literary genre in which the plot takes place in a setting located in the past. So, for example, Auschwitz in this book. As a novel, uh, this is a novel which takes place during the cruel times of World War II, during the terrible Holocaust which Lael took part in. He was a serial number tattooer for the prisoners of Auschwitz. Now, historical fiction is one of the best ways, in my opinion, to write a book or film a movie, because us, the readers or viewers, can really get a sense of what truly happened in past events, like those in Auschwitz, as Heather Morris writes in the book, or the movie Dunkirk, or the book Jack Dawes, which is about World War II, along with many, many others. These books really give the reader a true sense of how things occurred in our history around the world. What do you think about that, Colton? Um, I think I like uh, historical fiction books in general because, you know, I like history. I like, I like learning about history, so it's always good to have some sort of entertaining aspect to it as well. Um, I think The Tattoos of Auschwitz is going to be made into a movie, which will be really great to see, especially after the book. So it'll be good to see how Heather Morris's original plan will uh, come to the big screen. Yes, I definitely will be getting tickets to that great movie. Now, finally, before my time speaking is over, let's talk about the title of this novel. Now, personally, the title, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, is a bit bland. It suits the book and is straightforward, but I think Heather could have taken a different angle with it. Personally, I like the true story of Ludwig Sokolov, or the, ta the Tattooer, a true story of Ludwig Sokolov. By including Lael's name, I feel it becomes more personal and real. Now, I have a job for you listeners. Please comment below what your thoughts and ideas are for a different title or why you'd keep the title the same. Do you have any ideas on a different title, Colton? Um, 
I, w- I don't know if I have an idea for a different title, but I definitely don't think that the Tooth of Auschwitz would be the best. It does give a good idea on what the general story is, the- is about, uh, well, the tour at Auschwitz, but I wouldn't call it the most uh, enticing title unless someone was looking for a World War II historical fiction book. Well, what do you think, Ashir? You know, I would have to agree with you on this one, Colton. Uh, when I first read the title, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, it kind of led me to believe that this book was going to be about something totally different ended up being about a person who was tattooing people in the camp and fell in love with the girl and whatnot. And I just feel that the title doesn't really flow with the, um, it doesn't really flow with the theme of the story or whatever, so. Mm, I agree. All right, well, that's all the time I have. Now we're going to pass it on to Ashir. One of the things that really stood out to me in this novel was all the different characters and how they were used to develop the story. I think that Heather Morris did a phenomenal job, to say the least, in terms of portraying the characters to the reader based on how they were in real life, according to Ludwig Sokolov, better known as Lale in this book. Uh, I want to ask you guys to comment below uh, which character other than Gita and Lale was your favorite. I would love it if we had a small discussion in the comments just to see what your opinions are and to see if we have any similar outlook. Personally, for me, I wouldn't be able to choose just one character. Uh, I don't think that it would do justice for some other characters that I believe had an equal part. I would have to put Victor and Silka as a tie for my number one choice. Without these characters and their actions, I really don't think that Lale would have made it out alive from the camp. Victor tries to help Lale out in any way that he could. He took a risk by helping Lale, which was an act of bravery at his end. Uh, To me, it seemed like Victor really didn't agree with what the Nazi regime stood for, but as a way to make ends meet, he helped in the construction of the camp to make money. I say this because firstly, when his son Yuri, uh, who believed the Jews deserved what was happening to them, tells his dad Victor that he can't help Lale, Victor tells his son to shut up and undermines what his son is saying. This showed that Victor was willing to break the law to help a prisoner. And my second reason, which is pretty obvious, is that Victor brings in anything that Lale needs, whether it's food or medicine. He really does his best to help Lale in these rough times. And as I've mentioned before, these acts of bravery really brought out the best in Victor's character, which is why he's in my top two character list. Silka was also a very brave character. She goes through some horrific events in the book. As we all know, she gets raped by the senior SS, and although this scarred her for life, she was still strong enough to help Lale in his time of need. He was about to get executed, but his execution was stopped when Silka told the SS who raped her to not kill him. This showed that the strong character of Silka and her bravery by asking the SS to stop the execution. Uh, I think that if it weren't for Silka, I don't think Lale would have made it out alive. So I give her props on that. Um, She's very brave. And even though she went through an ordeal, I think that her helping Lale was just something uh, extraordinary. The next thing I want to touch bases on briefly is the character that we love to hate. For me, this would definitely be Beretsky. I found that his character was very uh, cruel and horrific against the prisoners of the concentration camp. 
he just would kill um, prisoners for no reason. I uh, felt that he had some psychotic problem in him probably. But for some strange reason, he also felt that Lale and him were friends. And even though he, they, it wasn't a real friendship, in a way, he kind of set some events into motion that ultimately led to uh, Lale's escape from the camp. Um, but at the end of the day, I really don't like his character. Um, there is one point in the book where he killed um, countless Jews when he was drunk for no reason. He just shot them. And it really just shows his uh, his cruel some character. Uh, I think that part of the reason for his cruelty is because while he was a kid, he used to get beat up by his dad a lot. And so that might have contributed to what he is today. And uh, overall, I just I just love to hate his character. And even though the at, at the book we don't really find out what's happened to him, I'd like to believe that he probably died in a shootout with the Russians. Um, Heather Morris didn't really talk about uh, his his demise and doesn't really give closure, but the best we can do is infer what happens next. So before we move on to the conclusion and the final thoughts of the book, I just want to input one last thing. Uh, which characters did you guys feel the most for? Uh, for me, this would definitely be the American, also known as Jacob. Uh, just a quick recap, Jacob is introduced as an American who is visiting his family in Poland but gets caught up with the Germans and is taken to the concentration camp. Uh, we learn that Jacob first arrives to the camp uh, and he meets Lale, where they have a brief exchange of words. Uh, Lale tells him that since he has a big muscular appearance, he would definitely be of use to the Germans, giving Jacob hope that... Uh, he probably won't die anytime soon. Uh, fast forward, we learn that the SS find Lale's jewels and take him into questioning. We find out that Jacob will be the one to torture him. I thought that during this scene in the book, there was a great sense of irony because Lale helped Jacob by giving him hope, but Jacob is now the one who has to torture him. Although Jacob does his best to make it seem like he's getting more hurt than what he really is, I could really feel for Jacob in this situation. Although he told Lolly not to tell him a single name of the prisoner who provided him with the jewels, he does tell him that to save 10 prisoners, who wouldn't mind ki he wouldn't mind killing one prisoner. Uh, so basically, uh, to, to save 10 prisoners' lives, he wouldn't mind killing Lolly. Uh, in the end, I wasn't sure what to think of Jacob because if he showed his loyalty to Lolly uh, and didn't torture him, someone else would have done it for him. And if he does beat Lale, which he did, it makes him seem evil. The situation did make me feel for him because if I were in the same situation as him, I probably wouldn't know what to do. And looking at his logic, I might have went with the same route that he did. But who knows? Um, all I can say is that in this situation, it was tricky for him to choose. And I can feel, um, I can feel what he thinks is the most appropriate action. And now let's move on to the conclusion. So today, the What the Buck book review went over the plot and author of the book, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. So we went over the author herself as well as the genre and her writing style. We went over some characters like Lael, Victor, and her doctor. And we also went over the plot and some things we liked and didn't like, the ending, the soccer game, and the beginning, and all of that. So, final thoughts on the book. Ian, what did you think about it? Would you recommend it to a friend? Was it what you expected? And how did you think about it overall? Um, I definitely 
did and didn't like the book at the same time because there were some good parts in the book but there are also some bad parts that you know i was on the fence about definitely like that uh sock game um would i read the book again uh i don't think so it wasn't really one of my most favorite books but definitely in my opinion not worth a second read but would i recommend it to people Yes, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who is interested in learning about what it was really like to be uh, in the Holocaust and in Auschwitz, and especially from Lael's point of view as being one of the tattooers, putting the numbers on people's arms or wherever they ended up putting them. But yeah, the book was, wasn't that bad in my opinion. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on it or any opinions on it this year? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I think that the book was uh, great in terms of the historical standpoint, but uh, in terms of just like me reading it and how I th what I thought about it, um, the novel had so much potential for a great storyline. Um, it had complex characters, it had everything in there, but I feel like the author really didn't develop that, and so it wasn't really action-packed or dramatic, it was mostly just emotional. So. In, the, in terms of that, like, I probably wouldn't read it again, but I would definitely recommend it to a friend if they were into the historical aspects. I agree, yeah. It was misleading for me. I thought it would be more of a historical fiction book, but it turned out to me more, more romantic, if anything. I don't think I would read the book again. I would just think I would stick to a, a, a different, more historical fiction-related book. But I would recommend this book to anyone who likes both romance and historical fiction. If you like either or, this might not be it for you, but if you like both... This is spot on the perfect book for you. Definitely. So, guys, if you enjoyed our episode today, make sure to subscribe and tune in again to the next episode of What, what the, the Book Book, book Reviews. Book Reviews.